Welcome to the Millennial Success Stories podcast, a space for millennial women entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, and those who dare to forge their own path. My name is Jackie Kossoff, and I'm a marketing strategist and success coach, multi-passionate entrepreneur, writer, traveler, and history lover. The mission of this podcast is to uplift, inspire, and empower young women to create a life that reflects their own version of success. I believe in sharing our experiences so we may learn from one another and grow together as a community. If you're ready to write your own success story, let us begin. And always remember, success has no age requirement. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Millennial Success Stories podcast. I had such a delightful conversation with my guest in today's episode and I'm so excited to share this with you. So my guest for today is Helena Andre and she is just this natural entrepreneurial spirit. She is 22 and she was recently studying abroad in Japan where she was really taken aback by the lack of awareness around plastic pollution. And so she decided that she was going to do something about it. And she teamed up with another young female entrepreneur and they started Just Smile, which is a company that produces and sells environmentally friendly, sustainable toothbrushes, as well as promotes awareness and education around plastic pollution and sustainability. So one thing that Helena forgot to mention during this episode that she asked me to highlight right now in the intro is that for every toothbrush sold, they will donate a pencil to underprivileged youth in South America. And this is made possible through their partnership with an NGO. So in this episode, Helena is really able to give amazing advice you know, to those of you out there who just have this bigger calling this purpose that really just envelops your business and that really lies underneath your business and drives everything you do yet it's not necessarily the the storefront of your business so to speak you know helena is selling toothbrushes but in reality she is promoting awareness and education around environmental sustainability so if that is something that that you want to do as well, you know, you just, you have this deeper passion that you know you can share with the world, you know you can educate on all these things that more people need to be aware of, then Helena will definitely be able to help you get some clarity on how to just get started in your business and how to really tie in that education piece with everything that you do. So in addition to business, we did speak about other things as well. I know we really spoke a lot about travel. Helena's originally from Belgium and she's been many places. So we were really able to, to talk about our experiences and bond over that a little bit. So before we dive into this episode, I just wanted to invite you to leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed this episode, if you've enjoyed previous episodes. I truly, truly appreciate all the help that that I get in sharing with women who you know who just need that extra just need some more advice some more clarity around what to do in order to make their entrepreneurial dreams come true that's essentially my mission with this podcast and so just thank you so much in advance for helping me with that so without any further ado let us get into my conversation with Helena Hi, Helena. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Jackie, for inviting me. Yeah, no, I'm so excited to have you here. 
And I'd really love if you could start us off by just telling us kind of about yourself, about where you are now and how you got here. Of course. So my name is Elena Andrin. I come from Belgium and right now I'm living in Tokyo. And I basically uh, started up this year as being an entrepreneur to fight plastic overconsumption. Awesome. I mean, wow. Okay. So <laughs> let me see. All right. I want to figure out where, where do I want to start with you? Well, I would love to hear. So I want to hear both more about your business. I also want to hear, you know, kind of about living in Tokyo. So let's start with your business, you know, kind of what, what really led you to, you know, start this business that's reducing plastic consumption. Uh, so basically, I was into sustainability uh, for about two years um, before I came to Japan. And uh, so I was uh, really trying to adapt my diet. I was really conscious about every single step I did towards the environment. And when I arrived to Tokyo last uh, summer, I just realized the huge amount of plastic that they use here. So just as a quick uh, background, they basically wrapped water bottle into plastic bags um a lot of vegetables and foods i wrap separately into plastic wrapping then together into plastic and then to be placed into a plastic bag again like it's everywhere uh so i started wondering like how come they're kind of far behind for a developed economy and then i realized that even if uh, where i come from so in europe uh, we are a little bit better in some way that we don't have plastic bags and stuff like that anymore. We still, we have a long road to continue. Mm -hmm. And then I had the opportunity to travel a lot in Asia and to go to remote places. And one of the shocking moments of my journey was when I arrived in Thailand. It was a really, really small island. And I arrived there with one of my friends. We were excited to explore the island, to go snorkeling. And there we basically saw that it was an island full of plastic bags, uh, plastic bottles, like uh, plastic toothbrushes everywhere, basically. It was just everywhere and every single thing you can think of. Uh, you, we couldn't even lay down really without having to move plastic. And same when we start snorkeling, we're just attacked by plastic. So we were really shocked about that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yes, I can see that. That's just like, that blows my mind too. You know, I grew up by the beach and I know elementary school, we would have like days where we would like as a school, we would take like a little field trip to the beach and we can clean up like any, anything left on the beach, whether it's, you know, I mean, plastic, doesn't, it didn't seem that bad, but like, you know, we were, we were picking up things that people would leave from their picnics on the beach. So plastic yeah. wrap, Ziploc bags, things like that. But yeah, that just sounds, wow. Okay. <laughs> so first of all, I think that's, that's absolutely, that's such an amazing story and I love how you're able to you know kind of talk about how you know you saw these things mm -hmm. in different places and just felt called to serve you know something else that I wanted to ask that you sort of brought up that came to mind was so you became super conscious about you know sustainability and mm -hmm. you know helping the environment in, in different parts of your life what would you say to someone who maybe really wants to try that out like they want to do that they just don't know how or they don't know where to look for that sort of information to make those choices I will say that you should uh, follow us because we basically started a company uh, which offers alternative um, to plastic items, but we also share tips and tricks on how to, to change your lifestyle step by step. I think that in general, a lot of people want to do something and they feel like it's just a lot to do at the same time. So to just decide to not do anything. Whereas mm -hmm. I believe that if you just go one step at a time and take your time and adjust to 
whatever fits your lifestyle, this is the best. So I think the best advice is really to just analyze your daily life and see the small improvement you can do step by step. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you. So let's get into the business that you guys started. So I want to hear, you know, kind of, you know, tell us about it. Tell us about what you guys are doing now. And Mm -hmm. also, you know, kind of where you see yourselves growing, you know, what your, what your next level is. Yeah. So basically after uh, those experience, um, I just, I realized that it was a huge problem and it also came up a lot in the majors. I decided that, you know, if no one was going to do something about it and if it wasn't now, then when will it be? So I met like a Japanese girl, uh, which uh, shared the same interest as me. So we decided to team up and uh, start a company called Just Smile, uh, which basically will offer easy and affordable and fun alternative to plastic items because we believe that right now being sustainable it's often associated with expensive really annoying and kind of complicated lifestyle you have to do so we want to change that mindset and really facilitate like make it easy for people to start a green journey so this is how we started so we started off with bamboo toothbrushes and bamboo travel cases which were actually created in the idea that when you travel, your toothbrushes get with like your shampoo, your deodorant, uh, whatever product. And so you throw it away, even if it's not actually done. Uh, so with the bamboo case, you can actually make it really hygienic and keep it for a normal period. So it avoid like unnecessary throwing away. And our idea is to develop especially like the kind of perfect sustainable kits for anyone to start their journey to sustainability or to kind of confirm it. So we want to expand to new product. This is one of the key part. And next to it, we really want to raise awareness because we realize in Japan, as well as in other countries, um, a lot of people are not aware of the issue. Mm-hmm. And when you're not aware of an issue, you don't really understand why you should change. So right. we believe that raising awareness is a big deal as well. So that's our main idea, creating new products and continue raising awareness into school, workshop, events, whatever we add the opportunity to speak to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that. I think it's, you know, I think it's just so like it's so insightful on your part because I think, you know, sometimes it's so easy to, you know, to kind of see a problem and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. to just criticize people for not, for not dealing with it. But sometimes, you know, they, like the culture, just you, like, you don't know about it, you know, like there's Mm -hmm. no awareness. And so, excuse me, I just think that's amazing that, you know, you were able to, to not only identify that and realize, Hey, you know what, like they're not aware of this, but also Mm -hmm. to find, a means and to find a way to really bring awareness to them and really help make such a big difference. You know, even if it's, you know, one step at a time and with bamboo toothbrushes. <laughs> so, oh gosh, I love that. Okay. So with all this, you know, amazing insight and kind of, you know, plan that you guys have for, for your business, for spreading awareness, for bringing these products to the world. I really want to know what your personal definition of success is. Um, So this was a really, it's a really interesting question. I feel like because, you know, as you mentioned it, it's really personal because everyone might have a different opinion on it. I think there is, for me, there is not such a thing as like the biggest success. I think it's more uh, small steps uh, that you can be happy about. But for me, success comes to people that achieve something after having been challenged. So when they face a lot of different challenges and then they finally can attain a position or a situation that was challenging and that is 
getting to a better world. It may be greener or just a better world in general, kind of contributing for something good, which requires a lot of time, motivation, and, uh, and that people around them can be really proud of and they can be really like admirational about them. Yeah, no, very, so true. And, you know, I think that, you know, I want to ask you if, if you have any advice, you know, for someone who maybe really wants to get involved, maybe they, you know, kind of want to do something similar and, you know, really raise awareness and bring more attention to, you know, a certain issue. Maybe it's not like on as grand a scale as, as you've chosen to tackle, mm-hmm. which is amazing, but, you know, maybe they want to get involved <laughs> in their local communities or something. What advice would you have for them just for getting started? So basically I will advise them to really look at what they want to do, to choose like one cause because there is a lot, plenty of issue around the world that needs to be tackled. So really choose one and then really find out how they can do that. And knowing a lot about also your specific people you want to target, uh, because then you need to kind of create a community for those people to be able to gather and make the change because you will definitely learn as you go and adjust, be flexible to adjust at any steps. Yeah, no, that's, um, yeah, that's great. (laughs) Like, I love that. I feel like, yeah, you do get overwhelmed by how many different issues there are to choose from. And I think it's so important to just choose one, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's because if you try to choose all of them, that's, you're not going to make any headway in any of them, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, I love that. Okay. So, you know, I know that you have this venture of this new business that you have. I know it's like, very new, but you know, you've achieved quite a bit in just like your first few months, which is absolutely amazing. So what you consider to be your biggest successes so far, you know, both in this company that you started and also, you know, in your life in general? I think in this company, the biggest success was to, um, hmm, that's a really good question. I think really to start in a market such as Japan, which was None of my uh, language, like uh, I don't speak uh, Japanese yet. It was a re- it's a really, really different market uh, in terms of marketing, in terms of interest. And also they don't really have an interest into plastic production yet. So right. I think that was a, su- a success to achieve that we could actually make it work. We stole a lot of toothbrushes, so we could really switch the transition. And for us, that meant a lot because when you convince people that are not eco-friendly, to switch to eco-friendly products, this is really great for people that want to do that. Uh, so that was one of a great uh, achievement for sure in that company. So for Just Smile. And then in my life in general, I think just starting this company also from far away from home, where I have basically like all my networks, my family is also entrepreneur. So that would have been way easier. Whereas when you have to deal with time difference, different kind of uh, lifestyle and stuff, that's really difficult. So I feel that was also really interesting for me to start in a completely different places and having to build a new network. And I think also having achieved a good network is really important. And I really, I was really successful at that. So that was really good for, for, yeah, I was really happy about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's absolutely amazing. And then I also just kind of want to, I know you, uh, when we were talking earlier, I think in, in some of our communications, I know you noted that you're still pretty young. Like, yeah, yeah no. And so I just, if you're, if you're comfortable, would you mind just sharing your age with us? Because I think that it's so important for people to see, like, you can start these businesses, you can make a difference, like at a young age. <laughs> 
Of course, of course. So I'm uh, 22 years old and I'm actually still a student at university. That's why I came originally to Japan to, for my exchange semesters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's amazing. So I just want all our listeners to like, you know, kind of look at Helena and, you know, kind of see that, you know, there's really like, you're never too young. Like you're never too like inexperienced or something, you know, to, to start a business. Like you can really start anything, whether it's, you know, a product-based business, whether you're doing services and things like that. And so I'd also love for you to just kind of yeah, tell us like, you know, your peers, you know, so people who are in their early 20s, because I just joined the over 25 club. <laughs> um, and so, you know, for you and for, you know, other other women your age, what advice do you have for them to just kind of get started and to stop telling themselves that they're not ready or they just, you know, the time will come in mm-hmm. the future or whatever it is? I think it's really important to kind of uh, feel it inside of you if you really have a passion or an idea to just go for it. I think if you don't really find uh, the moment or kind of are like, oh, I don't know what to do, then it's better to maybe wait a bit. But in general, I just, it's really easy in a way to start it at my age because people around you are willing to give you a lot of help because they know you have no experience. You are really young. Uh, so they are really willing to help you out, to give you a lot of tips. So that's really, really beneficial when you start young. Also, I feel like uh, when you're young, you don't have any children to take care of or any uh, special, any really financial deep or like big uh, investment and stuff like that so yeah like so I feel like responsibility in terms of responsibility you're you have less uh, Mm -hmm. responsibility to take on so it's a really good place to uh, and a really good moment to start you're also so flexible because you didn't really have a lot of work experience so you're really flexible to adapt to any situation so I think and like all over like overall I think it's a really good time to start when you're young so you should just really make a good plan, ask a lot of questions. I think that was my main advice is really to be curious uh, because when you're curious, you are going to learn as a faster speed. And I was really curious on asking just a lot of people. And I was amazed to realize how many people were actually there to help me to answer my question. And even to people that I told were like um, really high in the hierarchy would never take the time to answer me how much people are willing to help you. Yeah, no, that's great. You brought up so many amazing points. I love how you, you know, really talk about how sometimes your youth can actually be a benefit when you're starting a business and and just kind of how to look at the positive sides. I think that's so important and just absolutely amazing. And, you know, for me, I know I started my business when I was 24. I had had like a a work experience. I'd had a job for almost three years at that Mm -hmm. point. And it was just, I, I did learn a lot from it. At the same time, you know, it's kind of like you learn what you should be doing, but also what you should not be doing, yeah, you know, definitely. so it's kind of like, it's like, I love meeting people who, you know, just kind of start their businesses. They're not, they don't really have, you know, any previous, like, you know, work experience mm-hmm. because it's true what you said, you know, like you don't really have anything to base it off of. So you really just have all this opportunity and mm-hmm. possibility out there and, and for, for me, I know one of the things that I, where I was like, yes, like this is why I'm going to start this now was because it was just me. And because I didn't have those financial obligations, you know, like, I mean, I think it's, it's so inspirational for me to see women who are mothers who do have to provide for their children, mm-hmm. you know, like going and diving in and starting their businesses just because like, I couldn't even imagine 
what that would be like because you know you're not just having to you know feed yourself you're like <laughs> literally having to feed your children so i mean i think it's Definitely. absolutely inspirational but i also feel like it's really great for us who are younger who don't have that to get started now because like we we don't have those additional obligations that would essentially make us need to earn more from the very very beginning if that makes sense yeah yeah of course no that's totally true i completely yeah. agree mm -hmm. okay so here we are you basically you know you're you haven't even graduated yet so like you you have you know everything is ahead of you and you know what does your next level of success look like well, I think I am a net, like, as a nature, I'm really optimistic and um, so optimistic and as well, like, I really, I'm like, I really want to achieve a lot. So like ambitious, uh, really, really ambitious. So I will say that my next level is really to start finding retailers everywhere in the world and to have a team built of people like an international team. So people from everywhere in the world, because I believe that in this issue, we need to gather with everyone because we need people from every country to tell us, okay, this in my country doesn't work or I have this problem. How do we fix it? And I also believe by while traveling, I realized that when you gather people from different culture, you know, you have different ways of solving the problem. So right. I believe that having an international team will really help each other to being creative and to kind of provide products which will really help the people everywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. Yes, it's so true. Like when you go to different places, like there's different, they have different ways of solving problems. And mm -hmm. so we really find like a better way to solve each problem if we all work together. Um, true, for sure. Beautiful. <laughs> Um, it's just like a beautiful message in general. I love that. And so just as long as we're, you know, talking about, you know, international travel and things like that, I would love just to hear, you know, maybe some of your experiences, whether, you know, in Japan or, you know, going to the other places that you visited, just kind of on a more like personal level, you know, just what have been some of your favorite travel destinations and what kind of tips or, you know, sites would you recommend seeing for those of us who, who haven't been there yet? So um, I am literally crazy about traveling. So this is my biggest passion. My dream is to travel every single country in the world. So it's quite a few yeah. <laughs> out there. Yeah. Um, but I will say like, it's really, what I love about discovering a country is really to just learn about a new culture, see the people there, see how they believe and how they think uh, to understand then the action better. Mm -hmm. And I would feel that in Japan, it was really interesting to realize that because they are so remote from everywhere, the culture is still really authentic and really present and traditional. So it was really interesting to see that even if, you know, a lot of with globalization now, a lot of culture are now uh, kind of a little bit mixed with other culture in right. Japan is still really authentic. So I will definitely recommend to travel in Japan because it's still really, really fascinating to see how to to live which is quite different at us and it's really safe so it's pretty good as well well my favorite city in the world is new york um because of just the dynamic of the city the just uh, how people are just really active and there's always a lot of stuff to do pretty international so we really enjoy going there other than that i think that the best dishes on earth are from italy so i definitely recommend trying the food there and um, and then I really enjoy going to Mexico as well. I think there it teaches you a lot about flexibility, about also being friendly and like kind of warm with people. And also how that's, I also was taught in Japan, but 
kind of I learned a lot in Japan how a language you know sometimes you can't speak the language there of the country but you just have to you can you can learn with body language a lot and you don't always need a language to communicate which was the same case in Mexico because you just can mimic and this is also part of the fun so that was really interesting as well yeah yeah no that's that's I love that that insight um because I yeah like thinking about it like when I go and travel and I'm kind of like you know, I, I don't know the language that well. Like, yeah, you kind of do like try to like gesture and like, you know, kind of get your, um, get your point across in that way. And, and I definitely, I do agree with the, the food in Italy. I know when I was in Italy, I, I actually like, this might sound bad, but I literally ordered like a rabiata everywhere I went. So like, <laughs> so I was just trying different rabiata. So I really only had one dish like the whole time I <laughs> Italy but it was every single one was different and every single one was really good in its own way <laughs> did you write a book or a review after all of the best the top five? Oh no I didn't but you know I really should because I even mm. I still remember kind of not like the names of the places I ate but like I remember like where they are in relation to certain things you know so I remember oh, like I we ate at this one restaurant that was like down the the street from the Vatican like right mm. at, of the, the city wall and, and things like that and I can at least say what city it's in and like where it's in and, <laughs> you know, and things like that so yeah, yeah. But so I, might, I might go back and do that I might like you know write one of those um, definitely you should. And I mean, I do, going back to Italy is one of the top things on my list so I can mm -hmm. also you know, get more specific when I do take that trip in the next hopefully a few couple years so yeah my plan, at least. <laughs> but yeah, so let's see. What tips would you give young women who are, they're like, maybe like they're like ready to go on this personal, you know, their personal journey to success. They're ready to, you know, live success for, for themselves. And, you know, and just understanding that, you know, that's, that looks so different for all of us. You know, just what other advice do you have for for those of us out there who are getting started? I think one of uh, a good uh, thing that I like, I learned and that I will kind of view the opposite at the beginning, you know, how we always say like, oh, when you have an ID, kind of try to protect it, don't really talk to people, they might steal it from you. <laughs> and I felt like this might be true if you're the next, maybe you invent a new machinery that is like super <laughs> cool and stuff. But I also feel like I learned so much by speaking to people because when you have an idea, then you speak to people and they're like, oh yes, but what about this? And you're like, wow, this is so genius. Yeah, why did I not thought about this? And then you kind of adapt your product before releasing it. So yeah. I feel like people around you can really give you like great feedback. And also you need people, right? You need people to build your project and you need people to support you and stuff like that. So as soon as you involve them in the process of creating the product, creating it or like if it's a service or whatever it is, you kind of also get then uh, people that are going to share it for you, that are going to help you and stuff like that. And that will be really important to really involve the people in your project and kind of share as much as possible your idea to get as much possible feedback. But you kind of, once you have an idea, I think you also have to have your own vision. So even if you have feedbacks, kind of stay clear to your own line. And if you have stuff you don't want to give up, just make sure you get that because this is your vision. And another advice, I will say that your team is really important. So you might just start alone being like, I want to do this. I don't really see anyone right now uh, doing it with me so like just you know of course start like this but I feel like 
being being able to share uh, the passion with other people is really important because then you also feel as like a team so like people going are towards the same direction and it's also really interesting because you know you are not someone that knows knows it all and having the feedback of your co-workers really interesting for sure so a team is really really important yeah yeah, I know. And I really, I thank you for bringing up, you know, kind of this idea that, you know, when you, when you have an idea, like you shouldn't share it with anyone because like, they're just going to yeah. steal from you. Because I think the thing is, is that like, yeah, like, you know, unfortunately, like there are those terrible stories about that happening mm-hmm. to people. But I think that by and large, most of the time when you're talking to these people, they're not going to love your idea as much as you are. And so they're not going to be able to take your idea and run with it and like make it super, super successful. Like, you know, and, and so I think that that's why it's important to, yeah, to be open to sharing your ideas with people to not always be so, I guess, suspicious. And, you know, even if that does happen to you where like someone takes like your idea and just like goes off with it, like, first of all, there are things that you can do to make sure that you have like documentation that you had the idea first you know, I'd say write that up, date it. Um, <laughs> if you yeah. want, like get it notarized or whatever, just so that you know, like, like, this is my idea. This is when I had it, like all that stuff. So you can prove it and you could then like take that person to court for intellectual property, like, you know, stuff. Both my parents are lawyers. So I'm kind of saying this. Uh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> like understand like that process, like, you know, you should, yes, if you want to protect yourself, like that's how you do it. But also to just understand like that, it's great if you're like sharing your ideas with people and like you sharing your ideas is also going to help them with their ideas. And so, yeah, like, you know, if you have some great idea about how to market your product, for instance, and then you're talking to someone else who has another product, they might take that idea from marketing, but it's like, you know, they're not necessarily stealing it all from you because hopefully they gave you something in return, Mm -hmm. like in terms of ideas and in terms of, you know, things like that. So I think that it's, collaboration over competition definitely Um, yeah like (laughs) figure out how everybody can benefit from your conversations Mm -hmm. definitely yes yes okay so before I forget because I know this was I maybe I should have asked this during our little travel deal but um you know I personally want to make it to Belgium one day. I I love history. I know I really want to go to Bruges and maybe some other places, but I would just love some advice maybe on like (laughs) traveling to to Belgium. What sites um, would you recommend for, you know, someone who, especially someone who loves history? Um, just as you mentioned before as well, uh, you mentioned food as well. Um, <laughs> I think the chocolate is really famous in Belgium, so yes. you should definitely <laughs> make sure you try every single chocolate place. <laughs> then we also have like French fries, which are actually normally called Belgian fries, according okay. to us. <laughs> then we have um, also beer, waffles. Uh, so all those are really typical Belgium, so you should definitely treat yourself with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of sightseeing and history, Belgium is really interesting because it's like there is, you know, we have three main languages and uh, three different area kind of in Belgium. So it's really, it's a small country, but it's really interesting uh, to travel in those different area because also the landscapes and uh, kind of people and the vibes from the city are really different. So I think that Brussels is definitely one of my recommendations. 
Mm -hmm. uh, you have um, La Grand Place, which is basically the grand place. So it's basically like square with a lot of all the buildings and it's uh, also architecturally a lot of history. So that's really good. And close to that, you can get a good waffles. And also the little man mannequin piece, which is little man peeing with a lot of different costumes is also close to there. So this is a little bit about, uh, and then Brussels, there is a lot of museum that you can enjoy. We have a lot of parks as well, if you kind of want to relax, if you go on summers. A lot of festivals, like Belgium is really famous for its festivals as well. You know, Tomorrowland is the famous one, but we have a lot of other ones. So this, they are definitely worth checking in if you like music. And then we have definitely Burke, uh, Kent, Antwerp. Mm -hmm. uh, those are really uh, good cities. They are in the north. Burke is called the Venice of the North. So it's pretty good. Antwerp is really famous for its diamonds. So yeah, those are really, really good places. And then we have Waterloo, uh, which is where one of the fights happened as well. So that's uh, really good. And it's really green there. So yeah, overall, I will be those places they are my main recommendation okay that's amazing that's awesome um and hopefully if anyone else has belgium on their list that also gave you some ideas you know even if you're not as crazy into history as i am so yeah so anyways back to successes and business and starting when you're young you know is there a certain experience maybe mm -hmm. that had um, so far in your journey that you would just really like to share with our listeners? You know, if you feel like it's just, it was really beneficial for you, this, the lessons you learned might be beneficial for them, something that you personally experienced that, that helped you that you think can help others. There is a lot of experience that you get from, of course, a project and you realize uh, what you should have do, what you've done. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really important that you allow yourself to make some mistakes because you are going to make some. And instead of being like, oh, I shouldn't have done that, just be like, okay, now I know. So next time I won't do it again. So really learning, you know, you just allow yourself to make. It's important to have, so when you start a project, you have a dozen uh, ideas at the same time. And it's really important to get a structure. So we have what's something uh, called the safe place uh, for ideas. So every time we have an idea, we just type it in so that we don't forget about it but we kind of also realize that it's first thing first so you can't do everything at the same time mm -hmm. for sure and then also you know planning is good in a way but also I feel like now we just have a to-do list and there's just urgent things and you just have to really make sure that you do those first because yeah it just you know you have a lot of stuff that you have to do so just allow yourself also to sometimes be like okay I work enough like I, I can't do more than this this is only the only thing I can do. Uh, so yeah, being really like patient about yourself as well and uh, really reward yourself. I think that's really important for whatever small achievement, like kind of putting yourself small achievements so you can kind of be happy and continue on a good road instead of big achievement, which are really difficult to achieve and you kind of feel discouraged to get there. So yeah, those are like my main advice. And to always question afterwards, okay, how could I have done it better? Okay, next time we do it even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, oh my gosh, like everything that you said, I feel like I have, you know, have also learned um, along my journey. And I feel like I've learned it multiple times just because, mm -hmm. yeah, prioritization is so important. And especially when, you know, you have these big goals and dreams for your business, like sometimes you just want to do all of it because, you know, then you're like, oh, well, then I'll get there faster. But I know I, what I realized, especially very recently, because I feel like I've prioritized and then shifted and then reprioritized multiple times. Mm -hmm. And I'm finally in a place where like, I feel like I've prioritized the right things and I'm starting to see everything come together. And it's mm -hmm. just like, 
amazing. And also that like, I'm not so overwhelmed, you know, like I've given myself permission to like leave some of the long-term stuff, like for the future. Like I'm like, let me focus on getting this stuff done now because this is where I am right now in my business. And then I will get to, to that stuff like in a month or two months or three, Mm -hmm. like, but I'll get there once I've completed these priority goals, you know? Yeah. And so I absolutely, I loved what you said. It's so true. And like, if you, even if someone out there is like me and you had to reprioritize like three times over the last like six months to get it right, (laughs) just keep doing it because you will eventually, you will eventually get the right priorities in the right order at the right time. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. No, love that. Okay. So I would love if you could share with us where people can connect with you, connect with your business, you know, maybe order their own bamboo toothbrush and then any other products that you are getting ready to launch and just get, yeah, all the latest information on that. Sure. Uh, So my name is Helena Andre. Um, so I am on Facebook, Instagram, whatever is the, the best for you. Uh, then about the toothbrushes, we have an Instagram page called Just Smile Global. So you can find on Instagram. We also have the same name for Facebook and same for LinkedIn. And then on the website, so www.justslashsmile.co, you can order any uh, toothbrushes. So yeah, this is a little bit all the information you also find there. Our email address, you have a contact form where you can contact us at any time. So this is how you can connect with us. Okay. Awesome. Amazing. Thank you so much. We're going to have that in the show notes so that all our listeners can easily connect with Helena and just smile and get your toothbrushes and get updates on the other products you guys have coming out and just the awareness that you guys have going on and, and hopefully, you know, even talk with people in your own communities about reducing plastic consumption. So sounds perfect. Yeah. No, thank you so much, Elena. This has been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for welcoming me. It's such a great idea to help each other out and share success and experience. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Millennial Success Stories podcast. I would love to invite you to join our growing community of fellow millennial women entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs inside our free Facebook group, the Millennial Success Society. I also love connecting with fellow women entrepreneurs on Instagram. Find me at JackieCossop underscore LA. Feel free to send me a DM with any suggestions for future episodes or questions you'd like answered on the show. For all the latest show updates, exclusive resources for our listeners, or to apply to become a guest on the show, please visit the Millennial Success Stories podcast page on my website at www.jackiecossop.com slash podcast. Thank you again for tuning in and I'll catch you next time.